A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, And then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. 
and of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Ram Shooter. It's Tuesday, which means our dear friend, Delena Dixon, Miss D, joins us. Hey, Miss D, are you there? I am. As you know, we just celebrated Mother's Day, right? Yes, and I indeed. sent a bunch of my mommy friends <laughs> to see Four Color Girls on Broadway for Mother's Day. <gasps> It just got seven nominations for the Tonys, and they said it was fantastic. So if you're in New York City, you should go see this show. It's only playing until May 22nd. And Mommy Friends means that women who are like mothers to me, I sent a few to go see it. You are the 
best, Miss D. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It is tea time. tea time. Nick Jonas, Priyanka Chopra are reflecting on their daughter's roller coaster health journey. So Nick and Priyanka shared an update, a very important update, on their newborn daughter just a few days after Mother's Day. So both of them took to Instagram and shared a picture of their little baby girl who is finally home after spending a hundred plus days in the NICU. We did Mm. not know this, Miss D. It was a big, big secret. So they announced that the baby had been born. They did that on social media. And then they went very, very quiet about it. They didn't really mention much about it until just just now, where they're revealing her name is multi-Maria adorable. And also, too, they said that this journey has been unique and required a certain level of faith. And so this has been a really difficult time for them. It has been a health scare roller coaster is what insiders are saying they thanked the doctors the nurses and all the medical specialists at the hospital and they said now our new chapter begins let's get it emma that's her name mommy and daddy love you lots to unpack here miss d i am surprised that they are talking about this now we did not know about these health difficulties Yeah, I mean, they did keep it very quiet while they were going through it. As we know, parenthood is the most incredible, amazing experience in life, but it can be incredibly scary as well. Can you imagine they were welcoming this bundle of joy, but the baby had to spend the first 100 days in the hospital? I think this is something that we both can relate to because we both have had issues when we were born. I Mm. basically had to get a blood transfusion, and I know it was extremely scary for moms for my mom. But I think they wanted to share this just to let people know what happened. Hey, we, we announced we had a baby and then you didn't hear about it. And so they're revealing, we went through this, we're on the other side, we want you to know that we're, we're incredibly grateful for all the people who helped keep our child alive, help them get to the other side. And that's why they're sharing it now. Absolutely. I spent a lot of time in hospital as a child with my damaged right arm. Insiders are telling me I spoke to some sources last night and they said that they wanted to share some of this story. They both know that they are public figures. However, when it comes to their daughter, that is something that they want privacy around. So I think they are sort of walking this line between revealing stuff as celebrities and also keeping stuff private. It was interesting on the photograph that they released, they blocked out her face. So it's a beautiful picture of all three of them. But her face has been blocked out. And I think moving forward, they're not going to be the type of parents that take this little girl to the red carpet. We're not going to see them all out together at big events in Hollywood or New York. Some celebrities do that. Some celebrities we often see out with their children. Cynics would say they're using their children for publicity. I'm not sure that's totally true. But Mm -hmm. some are much, much more private. And I think we're going to see Nick and Priyanka really air towards being a lot more private. This brings us to our poll question of the day. Nick and Priyanka Chopra have reflected on their daughter's roller coaster health journey. 
Are you surprised that they are not continuing to keep this private? Are you surprised that they are telling us now about some of this stuff? Not all of it, but are you surprised? Yes or no? Go and vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Miss D-Love, what are you working on? I've got Britney news. So Britney Spears is ready to be a bride. (laughs) Now, she gave us a sneak peek at her wedding day look on her Instagram account while she was introducing her new cat. <laughs> so she wrote, introducing Wendy, that's the name of the cat. And yes, this is the veil to my wedding dress. So basically, you have to understand that little Wendy was perched on top of the wedding veil. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know if I would let, I don't my, think cat, I would let that my cat on top of the, this very delicate fabric, but she did. So Basically, Brittany is giving us little teeny tiny hints about her upcoming nuptials. You know, earlier in the day, her fiance, Sam, he showed a photo of him and Brittany kissing from way back when. And he said, basically, our lives have been a real fairy tale. Happy Mother's Day to you. And he's also letting us know that the big day has been set. But guess when we're going to find out about it? Hmm, the me. day after it happens. No, <laughs> Rob, you and I know. You, you and I know that we'll know about it before we'll it happens, we'll and we'll bring it to all yeah, we'll the naughties. We'll I mean, like, unless they get married in their living room with no guests and probably no priest or no rabbi or anybody else, we'll know about it. It's Britney Spears. Of She'll course. tell us too. She'll tell us Britney loves if she's giving us a sneak at her at her veil. This is yes. somebody that's really, really excited about it. We should point out too. There's more breaking news too so Britney bared all uh, took off all her clothes again nude pictures she posted from vacation before she was pregnant she wrote photo dump of the last time I was in Mexico before there was a baby inside me people are saying this is enough so now it is trending on Twitter to get Britney to put on her clothes and I think some fans are really concerned about we wanted to start with the nice news about Britney and her wedding here on the Naughty But Nice show but we've got to report all the news too and so this is really blowing up to day. What do you think, Miss D? All these naked pictures. These are really naked pictures. She covers up her private parts with her little emoji. But nevertheless, she is butt naked and she is posting these on on social media again. What do you think? I think Brittany has gotten to a point in her life where she was so controlled for so Mm. long that she just wants to be able to do whatever she wants to do. She's celebrating that she's bringing new life into the world. And of course, she wants to show off her body. So in that sense, I can understand why she wants to share it. However, this is Britney Spears. We know that she has dealt with mental health issues. So we just always want to keep an eye on her and make sure that she's doing this out of a sense of just (laughs) she's in her right frame of mind when she's doing this. And it's not something else. So I think that's more the concern. Not that she's sewing off her body while she's pregnant, because it's it's one of the most exciting times in a woman's life to be able to share that. Right. But that she's just yeah. not regressing or having any type of mental health issues. Gotcha. Hey, moving along, this is a lovely story. So Kate and William want to be called by their first names, which I just did. And they want people to stop bowing down to them. So the monarchy is going through a major update and William and Kate are taking the lead. Sources close to the couple are saying moving forward, they want to change the royal family, bring it into modern times and do things, quote, the Cambridge way. So the Sunday Mirror in Britain are reporting 
something, they want to try and avoid all the bowing and the curtsying in public. They don't want that to be seen anymore. They want a more approachable manner oh. about them, less formal, less stuffy, and they want to break away from some of the traditions and focus on the modern monarchy. They plan to modernise it and have been hinting for a while now that they plan to do this. Recently, their tour, they did a big, big tour to the Caribbean islands and this bruised them. They were shocked by the attacks and it sort of harkened back to a colonial age. Now insiders are saying, moving forward, they don't want to do things like that anymore. They took the criticism seriously. They know times are changing and they want to change with the times. They plan to reduce the size of their staff when they become uh, the king and queen of England and try and be a little bit more modern. I'm sure they want to keep a lot of the traditions that people like, but there's something really strange about curtsying and bowing to another human being. It doesn't feel right anymore for me. What about you? Well, Robbie, you would absolutely know more about this being British yourself. I know that they went to Jamaica. There was a lot of annotations about there hasn't been apologies for slavery Mm -hmm. in the Caribbean islands. And so that was some of the criticism that they were dealing with. And I know that if I'm if I'm correct, there have been a lot of questions of why do we still have a monarchy in in England? So I think they want to say, hey, this is the reason why we're still here. You know, we do a lot of philanthropic work. We're all about charity and But let's get rid of the things that aren't so great. Like you said, maybe curtsying, bowing to another person isn't quite right. So I think they're on the right track. And I I applaud them for for listening to the criticism and trying to do something new and something different. Yeah, my insiders tell me they were stung and they just hadn't thought this through. And two young people turning up in this island like they owned it was something they just did not want that out there. That is not the image they wanted. And it's not just the image. That is not who they are. They have changed with the times. Insiders are telling me they want to change the monarchy because they love it. Not because they hate it. They love the monarchy. Clearly they do. It's their family. It's their institution. It also is something that belongs to the British public. And at the moment, the the opinion polls are still in favour of the monarchy, but they won't stay in favour unless changes are made. I'm a big believer that things can change. Things can progress. things Things can change. It's when we stick our head in the sand and refuse any progress that I think ultimately things fall apart. So once again, they are doing this because they love the monarchy, not because of any other reason. Hey, what's happening with Sheryl Crow? Well, Cheryl Crow is telling all of us at the fabulous age of 60 that she's <laughs> grateful that she never got married. Ooh. So she was on the Howard Stern show and she basically said, I'm hot. She Even is. at 60, I am hot, you right? Are. You are. <laughs> she's a single mom of two. So she said, honestly, I even scratch my head and go, how did I get here without getting married? But I almost did three times. Now, she's been romantically linked with Eric Clapton, Owen Wilson, and very famously Lance Armstrong over the years. But she doesn't regret not getting married. She said, thank you, God. Thank you, I didn't do this. (laughs) She she went on to say, I got breast cancer at the end of one relationship, and it was horrible. Mm -hmm. But when I came through it, I was like, you know what? I'd still be in that relationship if I hadn't got breast cancer. So in a weird way, I'm grateful. And you think you're going to be like, oh, F that guy or whatever. By that, but by a certain point, you just move on from it and you go on with your life. And, you know, I mean, 
I can kind of relate to to Cheryl Crow. I'm not married. Um, I'm not 60. (laughs) But I can understand how she feels that she's just proud of her life. And she's done amazing, incredible things. So go on, girl, go on. You don't have to get married. You don't, as my friend, Samantha Basita mm-hmm. Drucker says, you don't need no man. But you if you want one, you can go get yeah, one. Yeah, you don't need, it takes a lot of time to realize this in, in in life. And so I didn't think as a young gay guy that I would ever be married because it just wasn't legal. I'm happy I'm married. I, I have a lovely life. But I have a lot of girlfriends who thought they wanted to get married when they were younger. And now they're turning 40. 50, even some in their 60s, they have created the lives they want. And I think that's the key to success and happiness. Find what you want, not what anybody else wants, not what your mom tells you she wants. I know your mom's listening. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Mrs. D, Mrs. Dixon. Find what you want and then create that life. Hey, quickly before we get a break, there's a new report that Tom Cruise controls everything about Ooh. his career. The New York Post are reporting that Tom's reps were material meticulous at ferreting out any media who might ask him about Scientology. So he's out there promoting Top Gun, he's doing interviews, but almost all these interviews are TV, no print, and the outlets are informed that they must use professional-grade cameras. No iPhones allowed at a Tom Cruise premiere. Tom has to look fantastic. Other reporters are going on to say that although he remains close to his older children who grew up in Scientology, Tom has not been pictured with Suri since she was about seven years old. Now, Tony Ortega, who's a big, big deal in reporting on Scientology, he told the Post, quote, It's kind of amazing that Tom never gets asked, why isn't Suri a part of your life anymore? But there are so many restrictions when interviewing him. That's the reason why. So we interview a lot of celebrities, Miss D. We've done this for a long time. It's not abnormal to be given some boundaries. We're told before the interview they don't want to comment on this, they don't want to comment on that. I've never seen such restricted rules on anybody else that Tom Cruise has. What about you, Miss D? Yeah, I mean, his are are pretty, pretty up there. I mean, I've been in situations where people have said, you can't ask about this, you can't ask about that. And sometimes you have to push back a little Mm. bit because everybody is talking about a situation and not to address it looks kind of strange as a reporter. Um, I think Tom Cruise learned his lesson after he was jumping on Oprah's couch. And so now he wants to be very much into control. He's been in the business for a long time. So I think people know what they're getting into if they're going to interview Tom Cruise. Obviously, people still want to know about his movies. But there may be a day where he decides that he wants to sit down and share all this information. And when he does, everybody in the world's going to be watching because we all have been waiting for it. I've been on both sides of this. I've been a reporter. I've been a publicist. I can say with my hand on my heart, if you restrict the interviews too much, then all you leave is oxygen out there for rumours. You should talk about your life. You should talk about news. And if you don't, somebody else will. As a publicist, you can stop Tom talking. You can stop those questions. You can't stop his friends or insiders. And so if you don't want to talk about it yourself, what I found is other people will. So think about that in your own life too. If you don't say it, somebody else will. So maybe it's better coming from you. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter with our dear friend, Misty. Hey, Misty, let's Hello. get to the polls. Dun, 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 dun. dun. 
So last show, I forgot what we asked last show. I don't have the question here on my card. So that's a little bit of a faux pas on today's show. How embarrassing. In any case, whatever the results are, thank you very much for voting. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. We'll get that right. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Romp or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Hey, Miss D, let's do our nicest of the day. Well, our nicest of the day is for Chris Jenner <laughs> because none of the men who are in her life forgot about Mother's Day. <laughs> so she received flowers from everybody and she shared it on her Instagram story. So she got flowers from her daughter's exes. Mm. That includes Tristan Thompson and Scott Dixick. Now you remember Tristan is used to be with Chloe, so mm-hmm. he's the father of her baby. Scott Disick used to be with Courtney, mm-hmm. and they have three children together. And of course, Pete Davidson, he got the memo as well. <laughs> he sent flowers to Mama Chris Jenner. And of course, she got flowers from her kids. We're talking about Kylie and Kendall and Kim and Chloe. It's a lot of and, flowers. And even Rob Kardashian. Oh. It's a lot of flowers. I think this is sweet, although I don't know. I send my mommy flowers on Mother's Day. Bruce doesn't send my mom flowers, though. It's my mom, not his. Is that odd? Like, I know some people, when you marry in a family, you adopt that family. I don't know if I want that. She's my mom, not yours. Yeah, but this is Kris Jenner, and she has an Instagram page with millions and millions of followers. And if I wanted to see, like, I still had a heart, I would send flowers to my Wise, wise, wise. Mm-hmm. So let's do our today. Naughty, naughty, naughty. John Mayer joked about going to a fan's hotel room during his concert. So he was on stage and he spotted in the audience somebody with a makeshift sign with her hotel room number on it. And that's all the information that was supplied. But John started to talk about it from the stage, saying they should all try and figure out the hotel and go there and knock on the door. They've got the room number and they shouldn't rest until they found out who this person was. And he admitted that he just loved the awkwardness of it all. I don't know if this is a good look, John. Yeah, he's been known for just kind of going off on rants, ex-girlfriends in the past. So I'm not surprised that he would do this. And we don't even know if it was true that the person who had this number was actually in a room. But if they were, they could be putting a person in danger. So... You know, but like I said, John Mayer has established that he's done this in the past, so I don't think anybody was surprised that he would go off on a tangent. Yeah, notice yeah. of the day, no words, creepy. Hey, it's time for a moment of rub. Yeah. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. The secret to having the greatest circle of friends starts with you. It's that simple. I have a really small circle of friends, real friends. I know everybody, but I have a really small circle of friends. I'm lucky to have you as part of that, Mister. But you also have to check in. You have to deserve that circle. And so get into the habit of being involved in people's lives that you love and you see on a regular basis. Send a simple text and email. Check in because if you miss out on some unimportant daily news about their lives today, that news could go on to be significant tomorrow. Check Mm. in with your friends. I'm not saying it's hard work, but it is work to have a small, great group of friends. And you've got to be part of the process. 
I'm part of people's lives, and that's why they are part of mine. Hey, that is it for today. Aww. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty but Nice with Rob and Misty Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can; they really do help. Thank you, and remember, hey. all together now, if you're going to be naughty, be naughty. you got, to, got be. to be nice. Take care, everybody. Bip bip. Bye bye. Naughty but nice with Rob. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.